Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Relic Grind, Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. It's Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, we're doing it on Wednesday because Mike's going away tomorrow for his 40th birthday. So we're going to get the show in here. We could have canceled it, but I think we had a lot to talk about. Like, I, I think some stuff happened this week. I'm not quite Just sure. We'll, we'll check the show notes in, in a second. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, consider coming over to twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. That's R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Giving us a follow, telling your friends, showing some support, and head on over to the website. All the follows and socials and all that fun stuff is is all there. But we've got a lot to cover, so let's get right down to it with the host. First up, Mr. Tarkov. How are you, Chris Montoya? Greetings, programs. Well, I didn't lock myself out of my apartment today, so I'm that's good. I saw you in yesterday. chat yesterday. <laughs> Jesus Christ! While we had a streamer on Ready Check Radio, and you're like, "Oh my God, I locked myself out." Did you break your 65 inch TV climbing in no, your stupid window? No, my ninja skills are at 11, so I managed to get around it. And <laughs> luckily, luckily, you leveled it up. Also on the line, maybe a little angry, a little sad, but understanding. Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm mostly happy. Mostly I'm happy. Mostly, yeah, we're yeah. going to watch the trailer like 50 times, right? Yeah. Oh, we're just going to turn the B-roll yeah. on and not oh, talk. Here, here comes yeah. 56 minutes of trailer for you. Enjoy it, and we'll see you next Thursday <laughs> on The Relic Grind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, oh I got a lot of I got another button here though. I got a, what oh, is this? Host four host what? four solo shot on the stream deck here. Brian, aka the ginger prime himself. How ginger. are you? Doing good, dude. I am so freaking excited. The one you said uh 56 minutes of nothing but trailer hype. Like I'm like, I'm in. Like, Let's I'm just in. Here. <laughs> I'm Let's in. just sit back and just like watch that in the back. Yeah. That's, that's totally good. So good. <laughs> No, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks so much for being uh, yeah. available, and thank you to the misses and the kids for cooperating schedule-wise. Congratulations! Thank you. Uh, thank you on the newest addition to the the Ginger Prime household. Almost have my whole raid team together, so it's like, yeah, it's it, it's it is like obviously we're talking maybe like 10.0 when we're all like getting ready to right to raid as when a family. Everybody can so. grab the mouse, then that's right. Then we're good. We're good. We're controller. We're, we're, we're a controller family here. Right. There you go. <laughs> I should. I should. I should have gone with controller. You're only known for the controller videos. I mean, come oh, on. Yeah, yeah. And there's only one note here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Everybody, every content creator within the community is one-dimensional. <laughs> we know that's one all. That's yeah. What do, What do you do? I make videos about controllers. How many that's can you do? Mean. Well, I just keep doing them. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep keep rocking and rolling. <laughs> You're actually rocking right now with a, a number of channels right now. And, yeah, and absolutely. All kinds yeah. of podcasts and stuff. You're like a busy, busy man. It's you, been you a lot of fun. Game crew. Yeah. The uh, we ended up discovering. Um, like instead of trying to fight the algorithm because like I was making a joke that like content creators are just one note and it's uh and I'm not blaming anybody because it's like oh I found you for x like I go to a restaurant for the same damn sandwich every time like I'm like yeah. I don't need to explore the menu I've already found what I like and uh so I'm very much like a guilty of that association but we were always like yeah, we, we want to talk about other games and the algorithms like no nope, don't do it you're talk about it nope. 
So I was like, I ended up, because uh, people would ask, like, how do you get started content creation? How do you do this? And I'd tell them what, what we did with Work to Game. And, uh, and then they wouldn't go and do it. And then you, they would never, like, do anything. And I was, I'd always come back and check in. I was like, how's it going? And it's like, they either keep posting the same Let's Plays over and over again, or they would just stop posting altogether, which I kind of was like, bummer, because I was like, yeah, like, there's... Yeah. It's it's fun. Content creation is fun. If it wasn't, I wouldn't be doing what I do. But uh, anyway, so I was like, I'll just do this as an experiment. It does my advice work. I don't, you know, it worked once, uh, and then within a within a, a couple of months, like I thought, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's growing a little bit. I started kind of actively posting uh, last January, so it's been a year. Uh, and within a couple of months, I was already at ten thousand subscribers. And this isn't me pulling from work to game. Like yeah. a lot of people would find this channel and be like, whoa do you wear a beanie and do you like Final Fantasy? Because I'm getting some serious either Bill Murray vibes, which that's something that a lot of people say, like, is this Bill Murray or this is Brian from uh, Work the Game? And uh, and so within that couple months, 10,000, 27,000 subscribers within the first year. Um, so I was like, I, I think Good this stuff. is a, like, this is what you want to do if you yeah. want to, if you want to grow. And so I ended up also then making some other kind of channels on that because it's, it ended up just being like, let the algorithm do its thing and then just you know if i want to talk about x i might spin up another channel and talk about x and yeah see where it goes i don't know why not <laughs> why no, not all exactly. very very well deserved my friend uh, i've known Thank you, you Thank and you. your content infancy we're, we're og yeah we are OGs. <laughs> we're ogs like 1.0 yeah you're substantially uh, you're, bigger than me now but we are ogs we are ogs so yeah. all 70 million work to game followers come on over Ready yeah, Tech absolutely. Radio yep. on YouTube just Dude, launched. Give it a follow. But anyway, absolutely. we got a lot absolutely. of stuff to get to. <clears throat> We're going to kind of... I, I, I figure, gentlemen, what we'll do is we'll take this in um, in release order rather than yeah. the order that these events actually happened. So That's we're going to start with the live letter, even though that was basically the end of a busy Final Fantasy fourteen week because most of the live letter contents are what we're about to see next as we venture into patch 5.5. Two-parter, not surprising. First coming out on April 13th, named mm -hmm. Death Unto Dawn. And the second part, near the end of May, so after the Digital Fan Fest, uh, which is in mid-May. Now, we don't have a lot of info, but we do have this screenshot. Let's start with this, because it's kind of setting up the story for mm -hmm. 6.0, right? In fall later this year, we've got the story. So we've got our little council table. Lots of very familiar faces at the table here. Uh, where do we think we we start? Where do we think we finish? Where's your hype, Tarkov, on five five? Hype is mitigated by other news, but um, we'll get to it. You big sad yeah. panda. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always uh, need to, you know, have a conference room? Like, does, are we not learning anything by joining up together? And is there just every 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 time we start uh, something in something a conference room, somebody gets poisoned or somebody loses an arm? One of the two, <laughs> somebody's gonna get it, or loses their soul to a whole another shard. That I mean, too. I mean, <laughs> that's small potatoes, right? As, as yeah. long as I got my arms, you can have the soul, right. I guess. <laughs> I'm dead inside anyway. Right. I mean, Raubon's doing just fine with one arm, I think. He is. He is. Maybe even better. He's lost a little weight, and he's like, you know, <laughs> <God. a> <laughs> 
He comes to the next meeting. You're looking good. I lost yeah, 43 man. pounds <laughs> overnight. You gotta Wait, get what? A, you had to get out of that jigsaw puzzle that you know was, he had him trapped in. Just cut off an arm. Um, I mean, I'm obviously looking forward to them setting up the story. I don't really expect a lot of uh, a lot out of five fives or out of dot five patches. Besides, you know, getting a little bit of an intro flavor to maybe a new character we're going to see in 6.0 or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, most of the time they're the obvious for obvious reasons. They're the shortest on the content uh, because everything big is done or mm -hmm. is just about to be wrapped up and everything new that's big has not started yet. So it's hard to be like super excited. But anytime there's new content, Brian, you're excited. You're excited. Well I personally have hopes that we might start to see like Alphano's transition into Sage, like some kind of more mention of it, whether they actively show it off or at some point in 5.5, five, but to start that storyline because that's been teased. We know that's where it's going. And to see where 5.5 five goes, whether that's 5.5 five, five or 5.5, five, 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 um, <laughs> it's just like, gosh, like what? I've often like just kind of dreamed they would just because the 5.5 five patch ends up being about six months. Um, between that and the expansion, I was just like, why don't we just have a point six? It's just all right. <laughs> here's point yeah. five. Here's point six. Let's just call it what it is. Um, but regardless, the uh, the part two, like I hope that we get to see that because in in pasts, you know, uh, like that that build up. You're right. Like we've been introduced to new characters that tend to be setting up, uh, obviously for the expansion. Um, but yeah, knowing that Alphano is going to change to Sage, maybe we'll get some more of that storyline or a, a hint into his. His quest to become a sage or something like that, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Be pretty sweet, Kronos. Like I don't expect a whole lot. Like this is the dot five is where we saw like Ardbert for the first time. Remember back in in the in the killing or the end of the expansion, getting ready for the next one. I don't think we're gonna have anything quite that big. Uh, I think most of the main players are in place already for both the protagonist and antagonist side of things going into 6.0. Although you never know with Yoshi P. You never know. I have a feeling someone might die. I mean, that's in the title mm -hmm. of the patch. I was going to say. Um, I, I just feel like we keep dancing around death. Yeah, we, we do. Know? We do. Yeah. Like, oh. oh and, it, and it usually doesn't last. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I don't know. But he had a phoenix down. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like if it's not before 6.0, sometime during 6.0, before the end of like that part, we're going to have to lose a scion. At least one. Or two. Um, I think there's going to be major scion changes. But I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen before We have been though. predicting that since the teases for Heaven's mm -hmm. Word, that there were going to be big scion changes. And really, the True. only thing we did was we made some disappear for a little while, brought them back, and then we killed Minfilia. But, oh, wait, no, we really didn't. She's, like, just a super being. Uh, yeah. and, and so we've gotten rid of her body. I if Okay, who's going to die then? I think if you're going to look at the candidates, it's going to be everyone who's had a close call up to this point. So, like, if you're going to sit here and say, uh, I would say, you know, obviously, um, you know, like, Thancred, he's on the line. He had his semi kind of heart, you know, thing over on the first. Like, they could write that off being like, oh, it was his spirit and it's weakening on, uh, you know, with his physical body. So maybe he could be restored there. But I would, I would venture to bet that anybody who's had that, close call near death experience that near death mm -hmm. experience is essentially out as the pool of possibilities that are you know are going to either not make the cut or you know get cut down so, so we'll see yeah so i guess we count uh we can count grahatia in there then he's mm -hmm. had his near death on the first technically as the crystal exarch 
mm-hmm. if we want to reach, we get we can count that as a near death experience since his you know essence came over. So then we got Thancred, Kronos. Anybody that you're thinking of since you brought up the idea? I mean, when, like he, the what he's bringing up, you got to put your stole in there. But I don't think yep. they kill your I don't think your stole is going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, she's still the poster child for for fourteen. I feel like I, my bet would probably be Thancred. I think Thancred's story is kind of like, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff now, and he's kind of mm-hmm. closed all his loopholes. And well, so yeah, I, I, I mean, you've got Minfilia gone, and for all intents and purposes, in 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 his life, uh, you've got Reen gone, mm-hmm. or Rain gone, because she, you know, she's over on the first, mm-hmm. and he's come back to the source and everything. So like, he's come, you know, nice full circle, and has no girlfriends anymore. Uh, and, right. and isn't a womanizer anymore. And really, I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he kills Uriange on his way out, though. Like, you know, that that has been brewing for a little while. <laughs> That's been brewing for a little while. I, just complete speculation in theory at this point. But we do know with the raid being pandemonium, that being tied to hell, we don't know what kind of time and essence that would be. How poetic would it be for Thancred to die? in the 6.0 expansion and then show up because of his connection with La Havrea mm-hmm. from 2.0 in the raid series at some point as a uh, kind of a final homage to, we can't really kill characters in this game. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, it was emotional. And then it's like, oh my God, he's here. <laughs> anyway. uh, let's let's take it a little bit of a different way too. Okay. Uh, you've got Estinian, who we know is coming back into the storyline at some point. Uh, yeah. And is going to be available in the trust, something that was in the announcement showcase. And Yoshi P did did jokingly say, surely he's not going to betray us this time. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, there's another possibility as far as things getting wacky with some of the Scions. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But all the usual stuff coming with the Dot Five, we're getting the uh, the Sorrow of World uh, quest line comes to an end with Diamond Weapon. I don't think there's any shock or surprise here. You know, this was kind of foretold, and we knew where we were going with these. Uh, will be an extreme version. So at least you'll have that, Adam. At least you'll yeah. have some it's, it's, it's a mount. I get a couple mounts, actually. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. Mm, mounts. You do. Uh, new dungeon in the... Uh, I, I'm not going to pronounce this right. I know it. I like. I even copy-pasted it just to make sure I spelled Pagathon the damn thing like right. It's, I always thought it was Pogthan. Yeah, don't, don't Pogthan. go to me. Pogthan. Yeah, Pog- this new dungeon. Now we've kind of been in this area. This is like where the Amaljaw uh, live. Yeah. So, so we've mm-hmm. we've been in this area. We kind of know what what the architecture is gonna look like in there. When the near raid came up, though, I thought this was interesting, and maybe this is me reading into things. I put it in the show notes. We'll get the opinions of of you three fine gentlemen. Um, I thought it was interesting. They referred to it as the third chapter of the near mm-hmm. raid, and not the final chapter of the near raid. I thought that was maybe, you know, slip of the tongue and I'm reading too much into it, but I did think it was a little weird, Adam. Well, yeah, I mean, they've kind of done that with near though, right? Like you've had those quests like in between every 24 man. And so, I mean, this is the third like major chapter, but it's probably not gonna be the end. You're probably gonna get some quests that come out in 5.5, I would imagine to kind of like wrap up whatever story that they're telling. Um, you mean five five five? Yeah, yeah. five five five. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably what it is, and that's probably why it doesn't say final. Uh, is that we're going to get those little small quests? Just some little. Then quests I think it also prevents, uh, you know, Yokotoro from uh, like 
deleting the data centers. <laughs> <laughs> if like, we well, it never no, really no, ends. We'll totally do really another ends. collaboration. Don't worry about it. Don't worry totally, about it. We're yeah. going to do another one. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah. it. We need to we need to replay it to get an alternate ending. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what I wonder. That's like I think that would be super interesting to see them and say, "Hey, by the way, now you can, you know, or something of that day. Who knows? I I can say I have and I've said this multiple times. I have not been connected to this raid series like I have the previous raids, Crystal Tower and uh, and Evil East being kind of like the, the two ones that I really enjoyed the like yeah. out of them. Um, with this one, while I've enjoyed the fights, I've enjoyed like the like the level design. Ultimately, I'm just like it just feels so disconnected from everything else that's going on because it's happening on the first, and it's it just doesn't seem to even fit in with the high fantasy aesthetic, right? It's like oh, there's yeah. technology and androids and all right <laughs> i mean as a near we've said it on this show too i we've all expressed this uh, center, uh, similar sentiment uh i've put it in like ev- i love near i love doing the raid fine great i, I don't want to do it over and over again but every time my first time through there i thought these are neat fights these are neat encounters neat mechanics stuff like that but you know what i think i'd rather just go play near uh near yeah. <laughs> is such yeah. a good game that the MMO version of it is not all that good when you compare it to the the game itself. So yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, and I know Tarkoth, uh, you're in the same boat there with the the whole near line. Yep, uh, you nailed the sentiment. Uh, if they're going to be a near, near MMO, let's make a near MMO. That'd be cool. Uh, let's just let's just give me Dragon Quest Ten first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm with yeah, you 100 on that. Like. <laughs> Let's just localize that, please. Let's go. And then just make a Square Enix subscription. Yeah. Just so I can just have yes, one. Please. Uh, yes, please. Yes. Yes. That like the great. old Sony Online Entertainment Station Pass. Exactly. One just give me sub one. to rule them all. Um, <laughs> let's go to what else? Oh, we're getting a new Unreal, but... And, and so here's, by the way, all the hosts contribute to the show notes, right? Like I do the main outline of the show. But then if Kronos sees something wants to add it, Tarkoth sees something wants to add it, they're, they're free to, to add it. And Brian, when he got the show notes, it says right at the top, you know, if you want to add stuff, here's, here's how you do it. Kronos and Tarkoth, you do not need to add that you want to talk about something that is already <laughs> in the show notes. I deleted that note from the show notes. Yeah. I, I, I was like, we're going to talk about it. It's in the show notes. You don't have to put a comment on I have a lot to say about this. It, it was more just like warning rant incoming. It was just more warning, what it was. This needs to be a point of emphasis. Yeah, it was. It was like we're probably going to spend more time on this than maybe you might think. Is more is more what I wanted to like convey. Yeah. Well, luckily, you know, most of the live letter, since it's about the dot five stuff, it's just hey, confirming exactly what we think we're getting. There's not really a ton of new info. In, in this section of the live letter, except this piece that we will have a new Unreal. However, the ultimate is getting delayed. And I know we've talked on this show about looking forward to this ultimate for a while. <laughs> and it's yeah. getting delayed into 6.1, which if you map that out, you're like, okay, well, 6.0 is coming up, and then there's you know 6.1, it's next. Yeah, but if you take a look, we we got fall 20 uh 2021 is the release for 60. If we peg fall as being late August through let's say late October, early November, we kind of guessed at September-ish being the date for this, but let's give them that whole season. 
uh, into November, then that means the dot one, usually three to three and a half months after the expansion launch, puts this bad boy in February, March of next year. It puts it a full year away from now. And it's typically not actually the dot one, it's the dot one series, which could be dot one five or something of that nature. Which can be another month to six weeks after. Yeah. Kronos, go ahead. I'm I'm just going to give you your solo (laughs) shot. All yours, brother. All of us are looking looking forward to it, but I know you were looking forward to it the most. Well, this causes like serious pain for my personal raid group, right? A lot of us are looking forward to it. It's what we do going into the patch. They made the decision to move it from 0.3 to 0.5, and a lot of people are upset about that. I agree with that decision, to be honest. I think mm-hmm. it reduces dead time. That's just me. I know some people don't agree with that. Um, it's it's upsetting, but it's, I don't blame them, really. Uh, it, a lot of unfortunate things happened. Uh, it just feels like we're losing an ultimate, and we're probably not going to gain one, which kind of sucks. I'm really hoping that Yoshi P tries to do three of these in 6.0, but I'm not gonna like bet on it or bank on it. I just hope he tries, and I think that would, if they can somehow pull that off, I think that would be sick and probably make 6.0 the best expansion ever for me. Because Ultimate is like my favorite thing to do in the game. I mean, I know that's not that's a very small percentage of people, but that's it, that's personally what I like. It's small a percentage of people who do it, but the the people who watch and participate right. like as, as just fans. And the marketing potential behind it, that's also a loss. One of the things that where it's like going from the 0.3 to the 0.5 goes, typically the largest population and the biggest time for Final Fantasy tends to be from the 0.5 to the 0.1. That in and of itself is typically players will play the expansion. They might stick around for the 0.1 but they will come back for 0.5 and they'll play the 0.5 to the next expansion and through that. And that ends up being kind of like every, like if you're just playing this game as like a single player game, that tends to be your main activity and that main, uh, the bandwidth. And so I was like, as a non ultimate Raider thrilled for the the ultimate in the 0.5, because not only do you have the hype of the trailers, the marketing people on uh, Twitch streams, et cetera. And then all of a sudden you have this insane challenge, this hard content that just draws in eyeballs and then also put pushes the game to the max. And like, if you're sitting here saying like, Hey, come and do ultimate, you know, like that is something that people who are like, I, is this game challenging? Is it just for, you know, is it easy or no? It's like, I heard that MMO is all about story. I heard it's just a story. I heard it's just another final fantasy. Um, And ultimate is it? It's like, like, (laughs) we're going going to beat the crap out of you and you're going to ask us for more. And it's so like, as, as a non-ultimate, I love watching that content. And I was so disappointed, uh, not blaming the team because like, it's extraordinary search a situation for everybody. We're all going through this, but man, that's just, I think such a, a huge miss over this, this coming summer to have just that marketing piece of it all. Tarkoth, you were uh, expressing some sentiment there too. Yeah, well, I'm not at uh, Adam's level. I- I'm like right. Well, get him. at it, brother. Get yeah, at Adam's level. That, and that's what <laughs> I'm kind of relieved is that I'm not doing working on this new fourth one. I can now go back to the other two that I'm missing. So mm-hmm. that's nice for my end. I'm being kind of a more mid core raider, but. I feel really bad for those high-end people because even Savage, it's not going to come out till at best late October. So yeah. they had a last Savage in December, not going to mm-hmm. get another one till October. Deliberum Rajane kind of feels a little bit 
Um, that's really exciting content. I love watching it. Uh, I need to get into it myself, but yeah, the, their ultimate peak is is now gone, and unless COVID stops being a major issue real soon, I don't see a way that they can get three ultimates in. I just I just don't. I think we've just it's just gone. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go out here and say something maybe not all that uh, popular. Um, or maybe it is. You know, maybe you'll end up agreeing with me. Let's we'll be surprised. I don't blame the team. I'm with you all on that. However, I do blame the team when it comes to prioritizing and choosing what gets mm-hmm. developed and what doesn't. And we saw the Yoshi P's schedule and project management stuff, and I'm not talking about the day-to-day running of things. I'm very shocked that we are getting in 6.0 a, a small-scale PvP, and the ultimates are getting delayed. I'm kind of surprised. There is it. I'm not saying there is no PvP audience for 14. But I, I am would saying be, the, I would go out on that limb. I would say that it, it, it is such a small like yeah. PvP. I would say it's smaller than the rating scene. I don't understand yeah. how a new PvP mode, Kronos, got a little more prioritized over this. I have to believe that if if I'm in charge of the project, looking at the audience, and this is I I hate Final Fantasy 14 PvP. You all know that. You've seen me talk with Happy on State of the Realm about how much I hate PvP. It's a running joke when I'm on that show uh, of my it's hate. It's been for, a joke since, since yeah. y'all were doing the original. <laughs> yeah, podcast. since XIV Reborn yeah. on Game Breaker. Yeah, you're right. They, mm-hmm. they, they talked about PvP, and I was the only one left here by myself. Yeah, I, I went I went outside and had a cigarette. We we both <laughs> pieced out, and I made sure not to lock my door. And, yeah, it was good. I just I'm ki- I was kind of stunned when the ultimate got delayed and then they said that was the reason and I was sitting there looking at well PV a new PVP mode is being added in the expansion I'm not sure why that wasn't that wasn't the can that was kicked down the road and and the time spent on the ultimate given the audience sizes even though the ultimate raiders granted small audience too but mm-hmm. Brian to the point you made a much bigger community audience if the player base audience is yeah. tiny. And Kronos, you're kind of nodding, so I'm assuming you kind of are agreeing with me here. It's upsetting, but let me throw you like a little hypothetical, right? So, so Toss it. I, I think like there's there's a lot of complexity to the decision too. Uh, like it's possible that there's different teams for those things, right? And oh, of course there are. One yeah, team yeah, got, absolutely. yeah. So like, so like the PVP team was already working on this thing and it had really nothing to do with the ultimate. And it just sucks that you see, cause like, you could say the same thing about the uh, the Animal Crossing type deal that they're bringing in, and I'm um, and we've I think that's going to appeal to a ton of people. And we've definitely said the same about Blue Mage, right? Exactly. Yeah. But but I think you know there we don't really know exactly how that stuff gets prioritized, what teams are working on what, and how it causes it. I also think the stat squish had a lot to do with this too, because like imagine putting out an ultimate fight in a 0.5.55 patch, right? And now you have to take that third or fourth ultimate fight that you've created now and immediately change all the numbers and stuff going forward into 6.0. And I think they made that decision probably after they, because, you know, they obviously delayed the ultimate to the 0.5 and then probably made the stat squish decision. And then they had to, like, look back at it and they're like, oh, we got to probably prepare for this as well. Yeah, now yeah. we're going to pump think, an ultimate just to re redo it, basically, exactly. from a back-end perspective mm-hmm. yeah. when 6.0 comes. Yeah, so I, exactly. I, I really think, like, the more I thought about that, I really think that had a little bit to do with it, too. And I think we need the stat switch, I'll be honest. So oh, I'm not like oh, really oh, happy about that. 
Yeah, so. absolutely. When you look at the tanking and the enmity problem, uh, like, and it's so funny because it's described yeah. as a problem. I describe it as like pointless because it's like, who in the world is going to pull threat? I haven't seen anybody pull threat at all this expansion. Yeah. You turned it on, you're the hit. You're it. Even like I've even seen. I'm like I'm like why even have it? Just keep it on always. Let tanks have shirk because that's a little bit more mechanical. But that's my whole bias yeah. in that regard. But yeah, hundred percent like that. That I think that also helps set up the future that there will be a seven zero and there will be an eight zero. You know, like if they from a narrative perspective, I can't not wait to. See, we'll talk about it later in this show, but I can't wait to see where that goes. But this tells me like they're setting up for more because if they weren't, they just would hot fix that stuff and then it'd be like, cool, all right, guys, Final Fantasy 14 2 launches in you know twenty twenty three or something like that. You don't like to see it, but we all understand it. Yeah. yeah. Kronos, how about a, I I'll throw you a bone. I'll throw you a bone, brother. I'll throw all you right. a bone. Okay. All right, all right. You don't get an ultimate, but get all the trial mounts in five dot X. You're gonna get the Mecha Dragon mount. Yeah, I only got one to go. Yeah, I just gotta get the one that's not out yet. Yeah. So, yeah. And you get a Mecha Dragon. Mecha Dragon. There you. It looks badass. It does look badass. How much you guys willing to pay for the Lunar Whale? Oh, we're gonna get to that. That's at the bottom of the. That's like one of the last things, Brian. All right. Well, serious guys. I want to come back to the. I want to come back to the topic PVP, namely because Final Fantasy 14 needs something in that, in that yep. and the thing that uh, chris and i've always and long said that it's like either tell us what you want do you want a melee dps do you like when you would queue all you'd get told is 30 minute wait and you're like f that like i'm not like even if you're casually interested in the content like no like there's a thousand like i can go play like yep. five other games instantly and not have to worry about waiting in line for 30 minutes. Chat but says FF14 doesn't have PvP and it doesn't need it. Slash fixed. <laughs> the, um, I think I would disagree that I think it definitely needs it. And the COVID situation and the droughts in PvE content, PvP can fill that gap. But they, uh, they, they have to like rethink the whole thing. And that's actually what they're doing. There's a chance that this new system will replace the feast. And the problem is, is that we're, I'm so thrilled that they're not like, hey, a new PvP mode, and it takes 180 people. Well, great. There's only five people who are interested in this content. Let's make something for them and build out a culture around that. That's going to take time. That's going to take investment. And it's got to start early. And my hope with this is that and we fix PvP in our own little group by removing healers altogether. You take healers out, and all of a sudden, PvP was fast and fun. I said, the only thing that this mode needs is giving everybody a tactical heal. The ability to like, okay, I'm going to use my saving throw to kind of change it up. But we had lots of knockouts. We had lots of movement. We had lots of tactical uh, time. And it was a, it was just a fundamental blast removing that one element. And that's actually what they're doing. They're taking out the rolls. They're giving everybody right. self-heal. I'll be interesting to see what they do with healers. And hopefully this ends up being kind of a fun piece of content that people can partake in and we can start to build out a culture there. Uh, I, I know that a lot of people argue, and you know, I'm not going to say that you're wrong for saying that PvP needs just to be deleted. Oh, I will. I will. I, I hate <laughs> PvP, and I especially hate PvP in Final Fantasy XIV. I don't think it's done. It's implemented in a in a reasonable oh, no, way. I don't think. But yeah. I I am all joking aside. I do understand from a uh, audience standpoint, from a design standpoint. 
you need a PvP. If you can get it in the game, you should have a PvP aspect. That's your evergreen content. You know, the problem that, with that, that is the content that you don't have yeah. to pay thousands of man and, and development hours to pump out the next patch to have it absorbed in three weeks and then your player base is gone. That is the evergreen yeah. content. Uh, the, so the I understand it. Is, I just don't think it's yeah. well done. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's and the not. problem that it faces is that this, like, when PvP is done right in an MMO, it's done from a foundational game design thing. 14 has been putting it in at the top, like, putting it in yeah. kind of as an afterthought. Like, we're checking a box. And so what this mode needs to do, it needs to kind of break it down and just make it accessible and fun and rewarding. And if they can do that, then you can, because they have to build a culture. Like, I get where Chad is every time we have, like, if, I, I've had people come talk to me like, hey, I want to be the PvP guy for Final Fantasy 14. I go, that is not a community that, like, is yeah. looking for content. Like, you know, go for it. I would love to watch some stuff on PvP because I I, I like PvP, but I don't, I, I go play Destiny for PvP right now. Like, yeah. that's where 14 was like, why would I waste time here? There's no, there's no foundational system. And so, you, uh, Mike, you're 100% right. I'm hoping that this is the start of building out a culture yeah. that can start they, to I mean, like, they never, they, they never did it. They've never done it right. And, and you're oh, dead, you're dead on yeah. it with the idea of why it wasn't in 1.0. It wasn't right. in 2.0. You know, it, it came later in the two cycle, right? I think that's when it, mm -hmm. when, when uh, yeah. Wolf's yeah, Den first got implemented, it. you know, it yeah. was tacked on so late that it was almost the feeling of all MMOs have PVP. We should have PVP. Yeah. I agree that most MMOs should have a PvP aspect or a competitive aspect of some type. Mm -hmm. That's your free player base will always come back, Kronos. They'll just mm -hmm. keep doing that while you develop and develop away. But that doesn't mean that every MMO needs it. And the way it was done in Final Fantasy felt like, and that's why I give it the biggest, you know, biggest uh, flack all the time is, I feel like you added this just so you could say it had PvP in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, not because you thought PvP was going to do really well in the game. I, right. I, I think that's totally what they did. I mean, Wolves Den was, was awful. Yeah, honestly. yeah. They, they've come a long way since Wolves Den. They've I, I done better. They've done better, but like, there's no like seasonal or like yeah. statistics, right? Like when I go play like Call of Duty, every match it's like, here's how you did prior. Here's like these numbers, and you can look at your stats. And like, I'm a stats guy. That's actually what I would love to see. Actually, mm -hmm. in the PVE side, I've I've long been yes, a proponent of. Uh, I've long, well, yes, not just more stats, but it's like I've I've just started parsing and like uh, kind of just seeing where where I fall because people would be like, your opinion doesn't count because you don't x parse. And it's like, all right, fine, I'll go do it. Oh, it turns out I'm a purple parse. In five five hundred gear, I bet I can get into. I I think I can get higher, so I'm kind of trying to push myself a little higher in that regards. But the uh, at the core of it, like even I, I believe in competitive, even in PVE, meaning you're competing against yourself and competing against your friends. Like I'd love to see like month over month, like who got more kills or who ran more dungeons or who got some kind of artificial score that means nothing, but against me and my friends or me and my free company. You know, it's just like. That's that's even that is what I actually even call PvP, even though it's not like me actually fighting you. It's just like bragging rights in that regards. And I would love to see a gamification of that. But that yes. that system design would be like, hey, Square, please go spend five million dollars and build a system that I'm sure people are going to complain about regardless. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny hearing that, though, because like all the things you said you just wanted there, Yoshi P would turn around and say, 
we don't put that in the game for a very particular yeah. reason. Yeah. Toxicity. And then which already exists and will always exist. But to be fair, flip side, Final Fantasy 14 is generally known for having a better community than most other MMOs. If you go on Twitter, if you go on stuff like that, if you go check their Reddit, check the Reddit. Not so much, gang. I mean, those ones are the oh, best community ever. Go read the Reddit. It might not might not be the best community. That's like Reddit is such an interesting piece of the of the puzzle because it it's that it's like, fascinating. It, it, they, there's a, there's what we call the Sprout obsession within fourteen. Like anybody's like, I'm checking this game out. Like you will be loved and supported. And then if you have a slight idea, like. You know, like I really like this. You know, it'd be really cool if they had another fight. Get out! That I could do. Get the out. We're gonna <laughs> kick your ass. Like, how dare you? This is, you know. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, wait, what happened? And it's just, it is, it happens so often that it's like I talk with people. I'm like, okay, your first mistake was posting on Reddit. And <laughs> let's, let's just let's just acknowledge that, like, I mean, we're all in our own ecosystem. We're all in our own echo chamber and bubbles. So it's like that's that system. So you can you can engage, you can watch. Um, it's just it's just Reddit. Chronos, <laughs> you were trying to ultimate. chime in there. Oh, Go ahead. Well, I was gonna yeah, say right, right. that also happened with the ultimate too, because uh, like people were complaining on Twitter because they were upset, and, and and right like they they have a right to be upset, right? They wanted something and it got taken away, even though they're not blaming anyone. And so you had a lot of people coming out. It's like you don't have any right to complain. You're just one percent of the community. Like yeah, but like. It sucks. <laughs> like we're we're just, you know. It's, it's also not the way being a customer works. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, and I don't think anybody was yeah. like you know f you square you suck. Like it was more just like man we we're really looking forward to that and now we don't get it, and and you know it kind of sucks. But um, yeah, it sucks that you can't go and express that and 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 not get attacked. Yeah. you know in that regards and that's because sort of like... I want everybody to be happy. Like even if like you're just playing the game, like I don't ever want to attack a community inside the game. Like. Everybody plays the game for very different reasons, and they have a right to be happy playing the game the way they want to play it. I'm a raider. I I, I actually vibe with a lot with what uh what you were saying with parsing. Like I I parse myself. I don't ever want to use that to like make other people look bad. But when I get oranges and stuff, I want to try to do better than that every time. When we raid mm -hmm. every week and we're re-clearing, we're competing against each other for fun. Yeah, like, it's like fun. If I raid a group of eight people. It's like oh, I got a 95. You only got a 92. You know, and and we're not putting each other down. We're just like, it's, that's how we banter with each other. And, yeah. and that's fun for us to improve every week. And when we have a week where we don't perform very well, we're not very happy. You know, it's, it's the, uh, that's just how it is. The problem I see within that and within Yoshi P's answer where I disagree with them is that there is a parson community. Generally, they're actually pretty non-toxic. And what you end up having is you have a situation where you have the haves and the have nots. And what is really missing for 14 that would benefit, I think, a lot of the community is when you look at what uh, FF Logs does with FF Analytics and that analytics telling you, hey, did you know you missed an OGCD of this skill? Uh, it just feeds you some information that the game isn't. And so when you look at where the toxicity comes into play, it's like, I'm not using this to beat anybody up. I'm using this to better myself. My wife's the same way. She got bullied out of 14. And like, I have, uh, you know, like I was not happy about that, but when we would play together, I would, this is like, I stopped parsing at that point. Cause it did like, there's nothing in this game outside of the like savage that it matters. Like you can, right. you can pay for all on all the content after you get at least somewhat decent gear. So it's not like a matter, but I, I like to challenge myself, 
but she'd have me parse her all the time so we could get some data on her so she could work on improving herself because she never wanted to be slowing anybody down. Like that's not her personality. I think that's generally the majority of the player base. Like you don't want to be doing bad, but the game isn't giving you the details. So we've created a system that does that. And so we've actually created a system in which that you have a group that doesn't have that ability and it's not fair to them. And it's unfortunate that that's the answer and the stance Yoshi P takes, in my opinion. Tarkoth, where do you where do you weigh in on all of this? Well, I'm one of those have nots being a, a console player. It, it's rough because I want to do better, but I I can't see myself. I know, a dude, that I'm makes doing. some guides for your controller if you need some help. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you his name after the show. I don't want to plug yeah. it while we're live. Yeah. We don't we don't need to plug yeah, it. Right I don't, don't want to plug it while we're live. I'm sorry, Tark. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. So I I do the best that I can with what I have, and it's another reason why I just stick to healers for the most part. Did everyone stay alive? Okay, I I did my job, mm-hmm. but. I mean, if I had a DPS meter, if I could be part of that community, then maybe I would dip my toes into tanking, into DPS. But I just, I don't feel good because I don't know how I'm doing. I don't even want it live. Like, I don't even care for the real-time number. Like, I like, I like the, at the end of it, like at the end of uh, Call of Duty match, like, hey, here's how you did. End of the boss. And the end of the boss, like, here's how you did. Like, that's, oh, man, that's great. Here's how you did re- relative to your job. Like, here's that, like, you know, and it's just like, that is the I, information that I crave. I'm a, I'm a baseball nerd. Like, give me stats. Give me accept. Like, give me all the information. Allow me to, like, be excited about it. And that's why I actually like what we have in PvP, because at the end of the match, it tells me how I did. Mm-hmm. But I just love to see it match over match. And same thing with PvE. Right. Um, and then I don't even care. Like the, the only thing I don't like about it, and I can turn it off and I, and I do, but even when I upload it, like it'll say other people's names. I'm like, I don't even care how anybody else did. I just want to know me. Like I just, that's all I yeah. want to focus I, in on. I just want a personal DPS meter, something yeah. that I can see for myself. How do we get on this top? Oh, the Mecha Dragon yeah. Mount. That's right. Mecha Dragon that's Mount. how we got Mecha on Dragon this topic. <laughs> that's <laughs> how we got into parsing. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, it makes, makes total sense. I don't total sense. I get it. Uh, last thing, though, before we get to the meat and potatoes here, uh, PS5 version, digital only, which, okay, you know, I'm a little surprised by the not seeing boxes in the stores for, for potential new players, shoppers, but who the hell goes to a store anymore? Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll get a little code. I did think this was kind of neat, though. You won't need the, uh, if you're upgrading from your PS4 discs to your PS5, you won't need the discs anymore. That's awesome. Yes, that is really solid. awesome. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's maybe because PS4 5 is backwards compat, yep. where PS3 and PS4 were so different. Yeah. So so total total pro move. Yep. That this was part of it when they moved from three to four. I didn't have to use my disc for a, like a year plus, but then when I got my PS4 Pro, yeah, I needed to. We had to use the disc. Do again. a hard install. Yeah. Uh, then we had the announcement showcase. Although I shouldn't say then, because that was technically before the live letter stuff. So we had the announcement showcase. We, of course, did the uh, live uh, showing. Thanks for coming out for that. And everybody's watching that on YouTube. Thank you so much. Um, I'm glad you put it up. Yeah, I did. I put it up as an unofficial, unnumbered episode of the Relic Grind. Uh, so it's, it's there on YouTube if you weren't able to make it live. But, I mean, I guess I, there's really only one place to start with this one, right? I got. Oh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess we we just kind of 
Whoop. Lunar whale. We'll start there. Yeah, start about that. <laughs> start with yeah. Right there. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Kronos? Yeah. That's messed up, man. We just start right there with the ultimate delayed uh, slide. Okay. Oh, no, no. I mean the trailer. I mean the trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, I forgive you. It's all good. Endwalker is the name. Fall 2021 release window. Wrapping up the Heidelin Zodiac story as of 6.0. Not taking it through the expansion. 6.0. End of the road that we began all those years ago with yeah. 2.0's launch. Pretty exciting. Obviously, I'm just going to let the trailer roll here. It was such a fantastic trailer. Let's get let's get gut reactions to just the, the show itself, the expansion, the name. Let's get some gut reactions on that. We'll start with you, Tark. I loved Endwalker, and I, I want to start off with the music. My God, Sokin just nailing it. He's hitting it out of the ballpark on all fronts. Um, I've even seen a guitar cover. I've listened listened to this music. I guess a couple hours. It's just so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's amazing. Um, we're going to the moon. <laughs> uh, during the the announcement, I my hands were in the air, but at the same time, I heard this audible sound from across the ocean of an ethos going no (laughs) (laughs) well you did call that we were uh you thought we'd be going to the Mm -hmm. moon or seeing the moon in some capacity so that would credit where due and we gave you that credit on the uh on the live reaction stream chronos obviously all three of us were like eight-year-olds grinning ear to ear through most of the show uh, Brian, I, I saw some of your stuff the, the exact same way. I saw I saw videos of you afterwards, like the next day, and you still had this four year old <laughs> smile on on Christmas yeah. Day on your face. Uh, you Kronos, the night before though. Gut reactions now that you've had Certainly. you know for all of a, almost a week to absorb all of it. Are you still as ear to ear grin? Yeah, I'm still. The only disappointing part was that Alpha wasn't a chemist. <laughs> Everything else is sick. Well, chemistry, um, not like I love that it's like healer and it's like yeah. sage. I think sage is actually a much better choice over chemist. But I was like, I definitely was on the chemist train. Go ahead, sorry. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I'm I'm happy either way. Like I think the trailer is is ridiculously good. Um, even even though I didn't like I didn't get the class that I maybe wanted. Paladins but, I mean, I think... in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you get like the the. I think there was something we never, didn't bring up, but like there's even more Final Fantasy four here, right? Like we were a Dark Knight, and right. now we're a Paladin. Yep. Yeah. Like that's dude. that's kind of so cool. Good. That's really cool. We're going um, to the moon, lunar whale, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of cool things happening in the trailer, even though it's like only two and a half minutes. And like Tarkal said, I've listened to this music probably like for an hour plus. It's it's such a good track. Like I, I'll just watch the trailer in the background while I'm playing the game, and just okay. to listen to the song. You bring mm-hmm. up the four, and obviously we're seeing a lot of four references in here. Uh, and you bring up the the fat Chronos of discovering things later, right? After everybody's mm-hmm. had a chance to frame by frame the trailer and rip apart yeah. all the slides and compare notes and get with the internet hive mind. And here, here we're seeing what might look like uh, the Magus sisters. Kind oh, of, dude, oh, so yeah. hiding in That'd the so uh, in the moon uh, stuff that was shown in in one of the presentational pieces. Mm-hmm. So kind of hiding in there. I mean, I, there's nobody else that could be right. I mean, there's that's, no question. There's no question yeah. That's the Magus sisters. I still hope we see Zemus, of course. Right. That's who I I want to see. I want to see Zemus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think we're gonna see um, the um, Hummingway 
the uh, the that will be one of the beast tribes uh, based on the moon, I think. So I uh, just loved it. Brian, I'll give you a few minutes. I mean, I, there's you have multiple videos that I'm sure people have watched for your opinion, but just for people that yeah. maybe aren't familiar with you, your take on on the uh, the event and the initial reveals and stuff. It's it's really quite powerful because like like we were said at the top of the show, like you and me, uh, like we're OG like content creators around Final Fantasy 14, and there is this uh, just beauty of the journey because like you were talking about 2.0, it's like it really the Hydaelyn Zodiac thing stretches back to 1.0 in, in certain degrees, not yeah, as extensively in our face until 2.0 as to what was happening there. But uh, this, I'm really curious, really excited by just the sheer fact that the story ends at the end of the expansion. And I've got some theories. I'm not going to drop them here because I would hate to spoil it for anybody who has is still catching up. Um, but maybe like you know that as we get closer, like maybe loose lips will sink ships or something like that. But and we'll certainly the, have oh, you on again if you're if you want to come yeah, on. You're oh, welcome I, I, anytime, I, my friend. I love yeah. talking about Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, that's why let, I do what I do. Let the, me ask um, you but, this though: we we right. we all like the idea of the storyline wrapping up at six zero because we want to see the con conclusion of the story. One of the concerns Tarkoth, Kronos, and I expressed, though, during the announcement showcase was, does that make the eight-person raid tier feel a bit weird then? Since that's I think it's coming... got to be a pocket dimension or some kind of, like... Yeah, it's got to be an offshoot hell. of something. Hell. We're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a way, like, it could exist outside of, the, the, of time. It could exist in the sense that, like, yeah, that's something that, like, persists. Like, that's why I think 6.0 will end with this shifting of like oh wow like this they changed a lot like a like where you're like holy crap guys like it's a whole like anyway it's a whole new world or something like that who knows um but uh yeah like the pandemonium sounds interesting in that regards obviously we've they showed off la habrea we can la talk habrea, about that. yeah la habrea is technically dead uh and that would be interesting to see and his mask is only half of it in this case uh, Pandemonium historically representing for Final Fantasy II's like Final Dungeon uh, representing Hell uh, could be some kind of form of afterlife could be some other pocket dimension could be could be what happens in the afterwake of, of this you know I think we've, we've seen it in FF9 we've seen parts yeah. of it in FF11 as well uh, exactly so it's it's definitely a recurring a recurring theme Let, let's go back though we've got the yeah. trailer playing because uh, <laughs> yes. we're gonna we're gonna get to the raid here and again I don't want I don't want to go on for for days here <laughs> Let's uh let's go back just a second. We talked about the new job and possibly hoping that we get to see Alpha No at least start this transition in five five. Uh, we see Alpha No the Sage. So let's uh, play yeah, that buddy. trailer while we're talking here. Brand new healer. We did mm -hmm. not get the second class, but we did get that it will be a melee DPS. Hold that thought for a second. I want everybody's gut reactions on Sage. Go ahead, Kronos, being the uh, ultimate. Um, Healer. Hey, Tarkov's cleared an ultimate with a healer. One. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I th I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, the only thing that surprised me was the name itself. It almost felt like they kind of just grabbed a classic job and they were like, it's a sage. But mm -hmm. other than that, uh, I think the animations look really cool. I like that it seems very different from what we have. Um, and do I'm you, excited to see more of it going forward. Do you like going forward the categorization, even in party queues or party finders and stuff, of barrier healer versus you know, a, a normal They had to healer? make a change. They had to make a change. And, and there's things they haven't said yet, but there's you could probably already allude to, like, Noxx probably going to get removed from Astro um, because they're going to – like, it's going to be a pure healer. Um, so I think it just makes sense that that's how they want to divide it, and that's how they decide to balance. So, I mean, I think I'm, I'm fine with it. 
Uh, and I, th- I think they'll probably do a good job of it. I know you're not generally known for, for healing, Brian, but you do dabble. Does this have any appeal for you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I uh, typically always kind of phase myself as uh, uh, having one tank, one healer and one DPS. And so uh, over the course of this expansion, I have abandoned uh, summoner and I've abandoned scholar and I've taken up white mage gunbreaker and uh, black mage as kind of like my kind of main three. And uh, as I've started getting into parsing, I've actually just started recently in the last like couple weeks, really hardlining white mage, which has been just a lot of fun. Um, and so in that regards, like I am thrilled for Sage. I'm also thrilled because one of the things I think really hit healing hard in Shadowbringers was uh, the removal of the benefit of having one shield healer and one pure healer. And since they kind of gave those tools to everybody, we saw a massive homogenization and a migration to White Mage. I think White Mage clearly just continued to be the preferred healer. Dominant the dominant preferred healer. Yeah, you can, oh yeah, you can heal with Astrologian. Oh yeah, you can heal with Scholar, but like, it just feels differently. This, I think, will help bring a little bit of balance into the healing force because they're not going to have to balance four healers. They're going to have to balance uh, Astrologian versus Wise Mage, and they'll have to balance uh, Scholar versus uh, uh, Sage. And so then from a, like if one is clearly the winner, then they can go and like tweak the other one and I'm going to be, it's going to kind of need to have that meta back because we kind of had that with White Mage Scholar. And then when they introduced Astrologian, it kind of had that flip between. And then with uh, Shadowbringers, they kind of, they kind of, I think they hurt healing uh, overall with this last expansion. So I'm thrilled to see a fourth and I can't wait to see how it plays. I'm, I'm honestly like from the trailer, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, that, that's definitely going to be something I'm, I pick up. Yeah, and I, I, Kronos, I told you this when we were talking about it, that, yeah, I keep a white mage at 80, but it's mostly to truck friends through stuff and, mm-hmm. and do oddball stuff. It's not, it's nowhere ever near the top tier of gear in any given patch. This does make me want to try this. Uh, that's cool. This. I, I think a lot of people, have fun with your healer cues when this drops. Yeah, but and... Tarkoth, for you, does this change your main? Oh, absolutely. Um, just on the weapon itself i'm tired of that book <laughs> that book is so dumb you can only do so much with it and do you, would you would you love um, to see them like uh fully split summoner scholar this this next expansion that's gonna take some major retooling and i thought yeah, yeah i just I, I don't know how they do it and if they can get that done then you just chop out classes altogether mm-hmm. that'd be and nice you just yeah you just you're a white mage from the beginning to the end so that would be nice um, but they would have to do some major retooling to get those split. Um, I am excited for Sage um, and the split in general, because as Brian said, this is going to bring some balance. Mm-hmm. With Astro, ever since its inception, it's always been that redheaded healer. You know, yeah, we get the buffs, but it doesn't know what it wants to be. Um, yeah. And they've always had troubles balancing it from its inception. So now that they can have two separate roles, one pure healer, one barrier, um, like Brian said, you, you can bounce Sage off of Scholar. Um, and as long as you got the barriers where you want them, then that's good. And then you can bounce Astro versus White Mage um, and not really affect the other two. So this helps them. And I'm glad they're finally doing it. Uh, and then, yeah, having a, the meta where you have one barrier, one he- a pure healer, I think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I think you're still going to probably get a little bit of that homogenization. I know a lot of people aren't a super little happy bit. with it. Um, yeah, as much as it is right now. Because my guess is what they're going to do is, you know, you have Astros like your buff healer, but they're now pure. 
and then white mage is your damage output healer but they're pure i think they're going to turn scholar probably they're going to give them a couple more buffs and then this is probably going to be your damage shield mm -hmm. healer yeah. yeah you're i think i think you got it absolutely right uh chronos is that you'll see like one's more utility focused and one's more damage focused. Yep. And so you can then, you know, you can kind of then choose. And I think sure. from a meta perspective, if it comes down to it, you'd end up having just like you have like red mage versus black mage. You have one that's for, uh, you know, prog. And then you have one for farm, you know, it's like, okay, if we ain't dying, let's bring a little bit more damage and get this thing done. Yep. Sure. The and I don't think we're losing, I, I don't think we're losing nocturnal and diurnal. I think there'll be buffs like one, Buffs uh, pu the pure raw raw healing. The other one buffs the the uh, heal over time. Maybe it'll be something interesting of that nature. Do. Yeah, it, they have a lot of ways they can go with it. My guess is they probably get rid of Noct and still keep neutral, and that'll be like your access to some nocturnal stuff. But I I don't know. They could go a different way. They could might want to like just get rid of shields altogether from Astro to kind of leave them alone with their shields over on the other side. It's, it's hard right. to say. Yeah. Especially whenever they add a new uh, job to any kind of particular role, it's like you really kind of get four, you know, we're kind of getting four new healers. Um, mm -hmm. There's going to be some similarity, but when we when they added Dancer, like you saw like, well, some of the stuff that Bard used to do is now over in this category. Yeah. And, you know, they, there's usually a shuffle. So if anybody out there is a healer main, you know, just make sure you got a couple leveled. So right now, like if you just like, just straight up did White Mage, Maybe have a scholar in a, in your back pocket, you know, just in case you don't like the new sage or you don't like the changes to, to White Mage or Astro for that matter. Your other choice when the expansion launches, which we won't know officially until the May uh, Fan Fest, Digital Fan Fest, what the job is, is a melee DPS. And if we put together some of the hints, uh, of course, Yoshi P in his wardrobe providing a lot of death <laughs> and Reaper uh references uh as he did the announcement showcase we've also seen a uh a scythe in mm -hmm. some of the scenes uh particularly by xenos uh not only that we've seen other characters use scythes before but i don't think the way they were used would be relatively indicative of a new class they were more martial artists than uh, scythe wielders but we also know now uh post show through multiple interviews that the new class will share its armor slots with Dragoon. Yes. Yeah, so I guess that. Kind of providing, uh, I think, everything we need to kind of think, you know, uh, a Reaper class of some type, uh, wielding a scythe, going to town. Now, whether that'll be, you know, Necromancer flavored, uh, possibly, or if it's just going to be straight beat the hell out of somebody with a scythe uh, flavored. We don't know, but I'm sure everybody has speculation. I'm putting my hand up. I still want Necromancer. I don't think it's going to be Necromancer, <laughs> but I do no. want Necromancer. I don't think this is going to be it, uh, but it'd be cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Where do you think after six days now, Kronos, you've had time to reflect? Any any uh, guesses? Yeah, I've gone pretty deep down this rabbit hole, honestly. I think, I think all of us have. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so... So I, I'm thinking more along. Well, so I think when he started talking about Kraken how he wanted to spread club, the gear, oh my god, <laughs> how he wanted to like spread the gear out, uh, that makes me think like how they're gonna go job like jobs into the future too. Because I think that's why they didn't choose caster rates. Because dragoon and and now now ninjas like one of the ones out yeah. there that only wears the one set. Mm -hmm. um, so that might be a, a candidate for the next one. But um, so my my thought was. So we got Astro back in Heavensward, right? And that was kind of like a one-off job in Tactics. Cause, and I think because they're pulling Sage here, they still want to pull 
some like jobs that already kind of exist and then put their flavor on it. Mm-hmm. So I went back to tactics that I'm thinking, like I'm looking through because the only scythe job we have in Final Fantasy lore is Dark Knight, which already exists which, in the game. Which already exists, right? Um, mm-hmm. So like I'm looking through, and I, I my guess, my, it's like a shot in the dark is Fell Knight. That's that's what I'm guessing, and it's gonna be a scythe user. That's my guess. Locking it in now. Yeah. With the right to change between now and mid-May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not right, but that's that's my guess. What do you got, Tark? Uh, I like that Fell Knight. That's that's a nice uh, nice pull. Uh, I'm I'm going with Reaper as its name. Uh, Scythe wielder. Uh, think Red Mage, but flipped. So yeah. it's more melee, and then your big hits are going to be in that magic. And that would fit Xenos, too, since he has the resonance. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the job. Um, and it would also be a nice antithesis to our job for the cover is a paladin. Um, something really offensive, really in your face, going to try to blow you up. Reaper, Scythe, kind of like Red Mage. There's my, there's my picks. Yeah, I'm kind of going with you. I, I thought maybe they would use the term Death Knight uh, in, in this mm. instance. Then I kind of figured, you know, maybe they'll stay away from it just because of World of Warcraft uh, and, and Death Knight there. <laughs> And then culturally, I, you know, they don't like to really use death yeah. uh, in things in, in Japan. So I, I'm with you, uh, more with you, Tark, than I think I am with you, Kronos. Brian, where do you fall on this whole equation? So I love all the different theories, right? So yeah. like people are like following the band names and being like, okay, Templar. And then somebody was like, oh, they're all rock bands. Rock's like Earth. Earth's like Geomancer. And it's like, <laughs> oh I, my goodness. I've seen Pirate. Uh, you know, people talking about like, you know, obviously with Reaper, like they're throwing us off with Reaper and it's really like a pirate, uh, you know, and something like that. But obviously when it shares uh, gear with Dragoon, I'm really excited for that. So I, I definitely agree. Uh, on the uh, the idea of either Necro or Reaper and that and that whatever they end up calling it. And I think that design-wise, I could see it easily doing the opposite of Red Mage, very physical up in your face. And then essentially maybe like where if it was kind of going to be inspired by Necro, it's not really a true pet class, but you work your way up and all of a sudden now you can kind of call out, you know, like some monster or whatever uh, to kind of fight next to, next side you. And then kind of that goes back into the void. So it's almost like Machinist where it builds up to, you know, it's queen and it's like, okay, cool, here's... Here's that, and Dark Knight obviously has Fey, so it's like builds that up. So we kind of already have that kind of system. I think that's I, I'm really excited for. Uh, I would love to see that aesthetic in the game. I'd love to see sides in the game. So I'm definitely on the on their on the Reaper uh, train. But I've been loving all the theories because, like, at the end of the day, like until they announce it, like it really like he it's, could be just, just a like, guess. Yeah. With us, the way he trolls more. is is legendary in some legendary. cases. Yeah, I mean, I main black black mage, but in Final Fantasy XI, I mained red mage for years. That was mm. my main. Played black mage only because there was no red mage in version one, and then and then two point Swapped to red mage as soon as it became available. They add necro. I don't know if you'll ever see my white butt in black mage or red mage gear again. I I, <laughs> I don't know. They add necro. I. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great to have like a melee with a raise you know that's oh, what absolutely that was, absolutely. Yes, absolutely it's like yeah let's have they do that and then paladin needs a level 80 uh raise so 100 so i'm gonna throw i'm gonna th- this this will be like the rapid fire portion of the show because there's not a lot of information on this but we got screenshots and and concept art and stuff like that so no real like heavy opiniony stuff just want to get your gut reactions to some of the things we saw like where we're going uh, have it headed to uh, Thavnir and Garlemald and the moon and 
we saw the Matanga Beast Tribe and another one teased uh, as possibly being from the moon. We saw new dungeons that kind of fit one in each of the locales art style wise. What did you think of the look of everything? Oh, we got Anima, right? We, yeah, oh, yeah. we don't know how Anima fits in yet with, with anything, but mm -hmm. we, we got Anima. I'm going to put that art up now while we talk about this for everybody because this is exceptional artwork made by the artist who did it for Final Fantasy X, but reimagined in a 14 style. And I think it's just tremendous so art. Tremendous art. I don't think anything in these in this this group of, of stuff was surprising. We all knew that these were the basic announcements that come with an announcement showcase or a fan fest had they been able to do them. But I don't think any of them were disappointing either. Like we all no. knew these were gonna be the announcements. But we were yeah. still all over it. I got I gotta say, my favorite out of all of this, I love some of the concept art for the moon locale. Uh, I think if if I could have imagined as, you know, a whatever year old child playing Final Fantasy four and being in the ruins on the moon, that art is exactly what my head made that eight uh, that sixteen bit art look like like that is yeah. almost exactly how i imagined it was scary watching it i can't wait to get there uh some of this stuff i think just looks incredible brian no i completely agree the uh what stood out to me is like, i love the fact that we're going to thafnir thafnir has been a part of this world and we keep interacting it through trade since 2.0 and the fact that we're finally stepping foot on it especially when we went uh east and we saw hey there's thafnir and then it's yeah, like, yeah, we're not going stepped right by it. <laughs> no, right past it. Uh, so I'm really digging the uh, the aesthetics. Like when you look at what they showed us throughout the entire presentation, it is so visually diverse. Like you have yeah. like an African Indian kind of influence and in aesthetics. You got the void or void art kind of like aesthetics. You also have high machinery uh, with the Garlemal like aesthetics. And so it's like from a dungeons perspective, it's like you know, like wow, like there's going to be a lot of visual changes. Uh, because we are kind of hopping around uh, here as opposed to where you look at the first in which that everything was very high fantasy on theme. It was all connected there. This is like, okay, we're going here now. Oh, we're going over here now. We're going to the moon. <laughs> I do like having the more diversity. I, I'm going to be honest. The, the expansion that probably bored me the most was the one that had the most consistent theme throughout it as far as the art and the aesthetic was, and, and that was um, Stormblood. Stormblood yeah, um, bored me from an art standpoint. Like, it's not that I don't appreciate the Eastern architecture and the style, the art and the color and everything. I did like it, but it was after you'd been in one zone, you had seen the rest of them. I don't think that's going to happen with this expansion. Chris. No, <laughs> no, it's and also from the trailer itself. And even like it just felt like it was way more colorful. Like, it, I don't know, like they turn, turned up the <laughs> contrast and they're like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've been this excited for zones ever in in fourteen. Yeah. Like just just knowing what they are. Mm -hmm. um, like I've, I've wanted to go to Garlemald since I started playing the game. I think mm -hmm. the moon, like you yeah. said, like I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. I played like all the games and playing four as a kid. It looks just like how I would imagine it, yeah. which is crazy to it's me. Stunning. And and Thavdir is a place like uh, like y'all said as well that has been basically teased to us for like three expansions and we've never been there. So I, I think these are all like, they knock these out of the park. I think that the fact that these are the three that they chose, I think everybody's excited to go to all three. Mm -hmm. 
I just don't know if Moon's actually going to be a zone. I'm thinking it of it more. Oh, well, I'm thinking of it more yeah, in the Mount Gold, Mount Gold well, kind of vein. They already said it is because yeah. they were talking because in interviews okay. they've already kind of talked about how they're going to deal with gravity. Yep. And 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 they won't okay. give a clear answer. So okay. it, it's a zone for sure. God, yeah. I hope you can jump higher. <laughs> I would love that. That would be fun. Anima looks amazing. Anima oh, is absolutely nice. incredible. I'm so happy that like obviously the connection with Ten. You know, it's yeah. like able to have that and have him on the team working on this. I'm like, great, awesome. Uh, as far as other content pieces, we saw or we got info about Pandemonium. We've kind of already referenced some of these, so maybe there's no real new points that we're going to make here, but just in the interest of recapping it all for, you know, my mom watches the show, so I'm sure she, she <laughs> might, she might want to know. Uh, Pandemonium, the new eight-person raid, a few Final Fantasy references with that name we've already alluded to. The new 24-person raid, not a collaboration, which I yeah. am a huge fan of, a Final Fantasy XIV original. Small-scale mm -hmm. PvP with no role requirements, a little more casual rewards uh, other than gear, and, of course, Estinian being added to the trust. But Yoshi P teasing, we might not know why. We might not. We can't tell you because why. Because he's going to be a scion. <laughs> well, Reen was your melee DPS. I did a new melee DPS, yeah, right? exactly. Boom. Last things I want your takes on, though, because mm -hmm. it's time to guess, gentlemen. Put on those guessing hats. Here we go. The new gold saucer edition. Blitzball. Right. Okay. Everybody thinks it's Blitzball. <laughs> Next, Blitzball. Right. Island Sanctuary. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> Brian, I assume you think you think it's Blitzball too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's he was reading chat. I thought he announced it. So like he, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that he was like seeing what everybody else was saying. So I I heard Blitzball and I was like I ripped off my headset so like Blitzball <laughs> No, he was reading chat. <laughs> I didn't know that and then I came back and they're like, Oh, he was just reading chat. I was like, Man, that'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> Island Sanctuary, and I, I see this one coming up on Reddit as far as why are we doing this instead of ultimates. Um I don't. We don't Different know a teams. lot about it, but it's a you know a little more, little more laid back. Maybe taking care of the land. Feeling I kind of get the Animal Crossing vibe. Exactly. Off Animal of it. Crossing. Animal Crossing in Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, belt. No more belts. No more belts. Yeah, and they kind of like we can't see them. I mean, so we haven't yeah. been able to see belts since one point So and that kind of uh, goes I'm with the whole number squish, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's a, it's it goes a with needless. That. It's a needless no. slot. Uh, and if we're gonna if we're gonna squish the numbers, we've wanted to get rid of belt for a while, but it we need a good we need a reason squish. to get rid of it. We're doing a number squish. Let's take the opportunity and get rid of it. I guess it's actually about uh, memory management with oh, the big uh, time. yeah, big that time. too. Yeah. So when when, yeah, when they exactly. said they were taking rid of belts, I go they're adding more uh, armory chest slots to yeah. the weapons and the rings, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're sitting on five, which he said, which I believe are future jobs. So it's like they're doing that because they like instead of having to either change how the, like the core engine is, they are out of memory on on the armory on chest the inventories. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like, well, how do we do this? Belts are technically pointless. And so, yeah, like I think that's the the right move. Like, just cut out belts. Let's go more space. I'm surprised they didn't get rid of job stones. I feel like that's just kind of well, like if they, if they cut classes. That's a huge memory, like yeah. uh, like clawback right there, because you get job stones back. But you also like the game keeps your job and your class, like UI, yeah. hop mm -hmm. art settings, and all that. It so free up so much. Oh man, like that's where it's like I'm wondering if it's not 6.0. Like I'm at some point they're gonna be like. 
no one's on classes anyway. Let's just claw that back. And, and, uh, and I did like for the sage, by the way, that the slide said no class requirement. We were like, why do you keep putting that yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, that's been the, the standard since 3.0. Like, <laughs> and, and I think it's just Summoner Scholar is the only thing that's holding that up. If they can get that fixed, they can chop out a lot of extra stuff that they have to keep in memory and saved. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? We kind of, we talked about the number squish. Oh, data center travel. Oh yes. I don't, mm. I don't know if I'd be this happy about this one, Brian. I don't think it's going to uh, work the way people want it to. They were, I don't know. Yoshi P was extremely careful in this. And even Koji Fox was when, when he did the translation, he said, you know, there's already restrictions on traveling. Now this might have even more restrictions. But yeah. at least you'll be able to go with your friends, take pictures and stuff. I think like instance content is totally out. I, oh, I if that's the case, then that's going to be like yeah, what? Yeah. No happen. party finder. Yeah, that's why no I said I, I wouldn't get too happy about this one. I have if a feeling that when, away, you, that when you specifically say you'll be able to go visit your friends, walk around, take pictures, like where the hell did you get take pictures from as being the reason I might want to go see my friends on their world if that's <laughs> yeah. like one of the list of five things I can do? Uh, I, I have a feeling there's going to be severe limitations. They even said more than we currently have with the travel we have. Okay. So if that's the case, then that's going to be a bummer. Cause like if you can run content and do things with people, well, that's going to open up the community. I think they specifically would have said, you know, go, it, go do a dungeon or something like I mean, to I'm pull out of the hat, go take a picture with your friend. That's an odd thing to pull out of the hat. I'm worried about it too, but it like like Brian said, it would be game changing oh, if absolutely. they can pull it off. Like, could you like I'm a raider, man? Like, could you imagine the raid scene if I can party find across right. every data center? Every like it would be so easy to find parties for everything. Yeah, no Anybody doubt. Wants. No, don't get me wrong. I absolutely want it to be that. Oh yeah, I'm I just think they were so ultra careful the way they were talking about it that it's just not yeah. going to be that. If it's a start to a rollout, meaning I like think that's hey, what it is, and then in a couple of months we're gonna keep, you know, we're gonna keep working on it. That I think I'd be happy with that. But if that is as limited as you say, or, or, or we theorize here, um, as long as they give us a roadmap, so that it's not like, Amen. is it going to have these features? Yeah, and he, and he becomes as a yes, but uh, six point two, you know, it's something where it's like, okay, fine, yeah, Absolutely. like this exists. We're testing it and we're making sure it's stable because nobody wants to be like, hey, thanks for this feature. The game don't run it no don't more. don't work. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> works anymore. It's all broke. Yeah, so well, I they, assume they everybody on the panel back. here is getting the eight-person whale mount, you and seven mm -hmm. friends. See, si, senor. Getting the lunar yeah. whale. I, I'm willing to do that and the, the minions for like probably a max 150 out of pocket, but that's just like that's my my max. I don't like, think you're. Like, I don't think you're gonna pay that. Much. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. But I wanted that bad. Like, if if like, you did the three I fan fests, which is the packages they used to do, right? If you did yeah. those, it was what like twenty five, twenty five, twenty five. So you had like seventy five dollars. I think one was thirty, which would put you at ninety dollars. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't see this thing being any more than seventy, seventy five. The whole little you know fan fest package. Uh, I think we, it's gonna be fifty bucks. You think it's fifty? That's yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, that's my guess. But we, that, was, we, that was my guess. Fifty. We don't know the price of that yet, but if you do want to go and get uh, take a look at some uh, fan festival commemorative merch, oh hell yeah, uh, Mr. Montoya did want me to let you all know that it is available. We've got uh, four different shirts, a couple different figures, so you can head on over. 
So the Square Enix store, that wonderful piece of software, and uh, <laughs> get yourself some fan merch. You pay 25 just for that mount? I think you're going to pay more than that. Oh, I'm dropping like half a paycheck. Like Hades t-shirt. I'm getting that damn hoodie. That thing's sweet. I'm uh, getting the three uh, miniatures and they're re-releasing some of the art books. So I'm going to get those for some minions as well. I got them all back here. Uh, well, two oh, of them no. are over there too. So. They come with minions. I got to buy the stupid things. They came with minions. Um, in other Square Enix news, we normally cover a lot of other Square Enix stuff. Really, you know, we've gone long anyway. Uh, and that's that's fine. But I did think we should mention that there might be a little bit of Final Fantasy VII Remake news uh, coming out this weekend. Maybe. Maybe. As director uh, Matomo Toriyama shared that, hey, the Final Fantasy VII Remake or, uh, Orchestral Concert is this Saturday in Japan. Uh, and we might have some news there. Now, since it's a Japan-only thing, I don't imagine that the news is going to be like earth-shattering Final Fantasy VII Remake news, but... It's going to be PS5 and Steam, I bet. Yep, yep, that's where I was going. I, I don't, And I hope it's not true. I I hate the separation, but I, I feel like Xbox is not going to get PS5 or... Final Fantasy VII. I think you're right. The Xbox is definitely not going to get PS5. Um, <laughs> yes. I, think, I think you are dead on there, my <laughs> friend. Thank you. Let's uh, slide over and finish it up with a little segment we call Love It or Leave It. This is the segment of the show where I give all of the hosts a topic, a item, a game, a press release, basically anything I want in the realm of the Square Enix. Uh, world and you tell me whether you love it or leave it and of course you can leave your comments on our YouTube channel or on readycheckradio.com the URLs right in my lower third there today we've already kind of danced around this topic in both positive and negative ways so I figured it'd be a nice time to lock it in with love it or leave it Brian you're the guest you get to go first the topic of course being PVP in Final Fantasy fourteen specifically. Are we talking about the new announcement or we're just talking overall? about PvP in general in Final right. Fantasy fourteen. You personally it. love it or leave it? Leave it. Care to elaborate? Or is it just that <laughs> well, simple? I, 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 I am obviously hopeful for whatever is coming and I really hope that they knock it out of the park. I think that will be good to help build out that culture. But if you were saying how it exists right now yep. and how they've gone before, uh, no, like I don't, I don't participate in it. I don't think it's worth the resources uh, as it exists today. I want to see that change, but right now I would say, sorry, you've had your shot. I don't think anybody needs my answer. They all know what it is. We'll go to uh, Kronos here. You don't love it? I thought you loved it. <laughs> me? You talking to me? No, no, no. I thought, I thought of Mike. Oh, you thought I loved it. Okay, cool. Well, that's our show for today. Uh, I got to talk to Kronos after the show. See if Brian wants to be a regular host now because Kronos don't work here anymore. Uh, no, go ahead, Kronos. No, uh, so I'm going to take it like a different angle, I guess. Like, I love the idea of it being in the game in some fashion. <laughs> like, I love the idea of it. I, I've done I've done like three, three seasons of Feast, and I, I actually kind of like Feast. But it, there's definitely a lot wrong with it, and and I'm hoping that they fix a lot of stuff. And I do enjoy the occasional PvP with some friends queuing up into like more casual stuff. It's fun, but there is a ton of problems with it, and it needs to be fixed. But I I want it to exist in 14. So 
Targoth uh, totally stealing someone else's material. This is what <laughs> I do on State of the Realm when uh, Happy and Sly bring up PvP. I sit there and smoke. What's up? Hey, steal from the best. Oh, you flatter, sir. You really do. It'll get you everywhere <laughs> I hear. It'll get you everywhere I hear. So I'm going to go with, uh, that's a leave it, right? That's a leave it. Uh, what is this thing? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Um, I think kind of arenas twos and threes with the no rolls would be very interesting. Mm -hmm. And maybe incorporate some crowd control elements. But yeah, uh, overall, leave it. Fair enough. That's a clean sweep on this panel. Predictable clean sweep. I thought the only person I might get to say love it was Brian because he just dabbles in every little bit of content and always has yeah. like the positive spin on every bit of content, even if it's not for him. But even the new even Brian was like, out, nah. I'll, I'll when the new system comes out, I'll reevaluate. It's <laughs> it Fair needs enough. to have kind of like some kind of holistic setting with the yeah. game. And that's, I'm glad they talked about how it not being just pure gear focused. So like, I'm going to give it, it's, oh, it's fair. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna definitely give it its fair shake, but you're there. It's like, we'll see. Tr hey, trust us. We've built. You know, you haven't. Like, <laughs> we anyway. will see. Anyway, gang, that's our show for today. We will be back normal schedule next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, uh, right on ReadyCheckRadio.com or Twitch.tv/ReadyCheckRadio. Brand new, just got started uh, as we headed into the holidays there. So, so hope you enjoy the content. The Snowbound Show, or Everything Blizzard, our gaming weekly wrap-up show, Gaming Gumbo, and all the streamers who volunteer their time on all various consoles, games, and during times of the day. Follow, head on over, hang out and chat, and of course, tell your friends. We'll be back next week, but until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you, my friend? Yeah, same as always. If you want to see me be sad about Chemist and uh, Ultimate Rage, <laughs> uh, there's a Twitter right there below. Tarkov. Uh... Twitch and Twitter, uh, Tarkoth Gaming, and here on Saturday nights playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Still wrapping that up at Ready. Yeah, Check you're Radio. getting close. You're getting close. Getting close. Ooh, such a good. Game. That's his first yes, ever playthrough too. Oh, tune dude. in. It's late for you though. It's Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's always the hard part. Like it's yeah. like, especially with the little one. It's like, oh, it's it's nine o'clock. Let's go to sleep while we yeah. can. You know, kind <laughs> of <laughs> time in the yeah. So. Absolutely. Ryan, it was an absolute pleasure, my friend. I'm so glad we were able to work it out with schedule-wise and get you to come and do it. You're always welcome back. But where can everybody follow you? Where would, like, Give them all 400 projects. Absolutely. <laughs> oh if you guys are interested in more Final Fantasy content, I, I, I'm a big fan. Played 11, played four, you know, been playing 14. Uh, and you can find that uh, with Chris and I over at Work to Game. We like to talk about the, uh, the game, what's going on with it, look at what the community's talking about, give our perspectives and, and things like that. So it's a discussion channel. We also put out guides uh, over there. And then for anything else that I do, like I really love uh, multiplayer RPGs, Fantasy Star Online 2 uh, being one of the real big one. Outriders is coming out. So I post a lot over on Ginger Prime as well. And that's kind of my personalized channel. And then I have a podcast channel called Ginger Gaming Radio, in which we are trying to spin back up, uh, you know, at least a weekly show. So I have Epic Loot Radio, which kind of focuses in on that that looter, that Destiny, that Outriders, that you know, you know, division, whatever. It's like we're we're killing things. PSO, whatever you're playing up. that night, <laughs> whatever we're playing that night. So we've been having a lot of fun, um, you know, just making lots of content, and I'm just uh, happy with the response. People seem to like uh, hearing my take and. 
um, calling me Bill Murray in the comments. So uh, it's, it's, what it is. it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Make sure you check them out. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there on uh, Twitter at Magic Man, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, uh, and get news and tweets on all the latest from our podcast to our streamers to our schedules, and sometimes I just throw out some fun stuff because I'm bored and want to talk to you. Until next week, gang, stay safe. See you on the servers.